to episode 154. <laughs> Cheers right? to episode 156. Ah, close. What the f- are you drinking? Amazing Grace beer by George. Lame. It's a hell of a can. Maze. We we hiked set out a, there. Set a play on Michigan football. <laughs> no, some beer from Munising that hasn't been drank since. Look at that eagle! Holy shit! That's a nice can. I might keep it. Where are you gonna put it? <laughs> Next to my bedside. <laughs> wow. Evan, you had water. Alex, you had. Uh, yeah, Evan has body armor. I do not. It's different. It's water it's in tap water in a reused water bottle, but it has Gatorade uh, like packets in it, like powder packets in it. That's not water, then. You Evan. stole some from your team tonight? Is that allowed? <laughs> you bought it at the store. It's grape. Oh. Yuck. You chose grape? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Alex, what are you drinking? Water out of a hydro flask. Nice. Tonight is Monday, February 26, 2024, 8.55 p.m. Eastern, 7.55 p.m. Central. Welcome in, everyone, friends, listeners, strangers to the number one all-around sports podcast in the great state of Michigan, Lower Peninsula and Upper Peninsula and Texas. And our magic of the podcast might be running out when it comes to basketball because we are just getting dominated by our favorite hoops teams this season. It's over. And we have to address it. We have to face our challenges head on. We haven't had any success with basketball. COVID didn't count. Yes, it did. Sort of. This podcast has one Elite Eight appearance and two, well, I guess it'd be three total Sweet Sixteens, but the farthest was the Elite Eight. Yeah, no, that's not how you count that. One Elite so Eight, you count two Sweet Sixteens. Okay, all right, now that we're clear. Yeah. That's not bad. We just ha- have an elusive Final Four when we've gotten the Final Four in every other sport. Even, well, even NF- well, not every other sport, I'm sorry, but for football. We've had a... Sweet 16, second weekend every year. So, Michigan State better find a way to get to the second weekend or the streak's over. Here's a crazy thing to think of. Yeah, that's a good point, Alex. If you had said when we started this podcast with the Jared Goff trade that the Lions would make the Final Four in their sport before our college basketball teams did, you would have thought that was pretty crazy. And that (laughs) is what has happened. I mean, that's a very small sample size. I think it's Extend. more so surprising the Lions did it versus those teams not. That's what I, I said, agree. Alex. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's well, my, this is, you're that's just proving Grant's point exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. just saying, like, if you told me back then, I'd be like, oh, Michigan State and Michigan might not make a Final Four, but I know the Lions are. So I don't think it's surprising the college teams haven't made it. I think it's just super surprising the Lions did. I think it's a little think- surprising based off of where those programs were at – in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Don't the you know what they say? Michigan State was terrible. But you yeah, know what they we say. lost in the playing game. If you stay for Michigan. all four years under Izzo, you get a Final Four guaranteed. Yeah. Well, that's not now, true. We because... were, okay. 
Keith Appling's senior year class didn't make it. 2014 class ended it correct, but they lost to UConn Elite Eight. You guys, I feel like you guys have been saying that like recently as like three years ago. I didn't lie to you. No, I've told you many times Ten that years ago, that team lost to UConn. But the rest of me. And this wow. year, oh yeah, this would be the year because Malik Hall was not on the team in 2019. Hogard will get one. There's no way he leaves without one. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. What if we're either gonna just commiserate together or we're gonna I think we might fix Michigan State basketball tonight. I think we I might want to talk about them. Well, not because you have to. <laughs> what else All right, well, then just ask us questions. Do your job. We could talk about JJ McCarthy's combine um, no. coming appearance Let's if just, that would excite you more. That's oh, disgusting. God, no. no one wants to listen to that. <laughs> I know. I was joking. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get into what happened in our lives this past week. College basketball. We got a little um, smorgasbord of MSU's week, the quick five minute Butler segment. And then Ooh. hot in the streets is court storm debates. I got to get your guys' thoughts on those when we get to it. And that one hit um, – holy shit, words are hard. That one hit close to home for the Gillen family. Oh. Sort of. <laughs> close to home. <laughs> Next topic. As you can see by Evan, if you're watching, if not, he's wearing a bright red winged wheel jersey in Cider edition. Um, the red hot Wed Wings are five wins in a row, first in the wild card, stock arrow up. Paul Bizonette said that last night was one of the best nights in the history of the NHL. So we have to discuss it. <laughs> he really <That's> did. <laughs> and he's seen a lot of hockey. Um, and Evan. Has got you. If you're worried about NHL hot stove, do not worry. Evan has got you covered. I'm looking at two names that he wants for the wings in the chat right now. I noticed Johnny Hockey's not on the list. Maybe we've given that up, but we'll discuss it when we get to it. Just sign with the Blue Jackets. <laughs> while uh, on, yeah, go ahead. While we're on Johnny Hockey, you had those like uh, hosts throughout the games. One of them at the Calgary Flames, Flames game. It was going around to the fans. He was like, trivia question to a random Flames fan. Who's representing the Flames in the All-Star game? And the dude said Johnny Hockey, and he got booed <laughs> out of the stadium, basically. He's like, uh, he, sorry, buddy. He's in that Columbus. Funny, Grant. <laughs> Did he do it as a joke? I don't think so. Did I don't think it's 100% serious. Robbie didn't know. <laughs> Jesus. That's embarrassing. They're Canadian. You can't get that wrong. True. And then after hockey, we got to talk about the Lions every show because football is king. A um, couple roster moves that were made, including one today that we can add into the show. And then any combine thoughts that we're looking at. And then lastly, as we promised last week, some Stephen A. Smith questions stolen right from the questions underneath his tweets. So I put down three of them. I also have another one. We'll just Whoa. see how many we can get to. We don't need to do all three? of them, but not to spring any on you guys. Yes, there was two earlier, but there's been some late ads yeah. to the show to keep you guys on your toes. So I've been busy. Stay, stay prepared. Stay frosty. Alex, with all that being said, before you tell us what you want to do or what you did in your life, please subscribe. Tell a friend, be a friend. Click whatever button it is. Follow, subscribe, download the episodes on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Even if you only listen on one of them, please subscribe on all three because um, it helps us out. Alex, what did you do? Wednesday, 
I went mm-hmm. to uh, a new bar that was built. I don't know who was built. It was a bar. Then it got sold. And then they renovated it and then just opened. It's right by work. So I went there Name. Wednesday. Name. It's called Little Woodrow's. There's multiple Little Woodrow's in Houston. Uh, little Wood. It's like a chain. I don't know. Anyways, very nice bar. Um, Backyard patio bar with the yard games. Yep. Giant, like, turf backyard area. Yes, yeah, Evan. Who are you going with? <laughs> People from. Oh my god! I thought someone was joining. I thought someone no. did join too. I had a mini <laughs> heart attack. Like, not, who the hell just found our link? Not that one, man. It's a different location. It's all about the yard. Oh. I thought Connor was joining us from the cruise ship. That was about to be electric. I thought something weird was happening. I got nervous. <laughs> okay, um, Alex, uh, you never answered my question. Yeah, people, people I know from work. So nice bar, big turf area, lots of like, dude, Jesus. Christ. Were you were you get used to it? Were you a part of this right here? Like, is, are you so, in here somewhere? <laughs> starting on like March thirteenth like or something. Ring? What is just this? Listen, okay. just listen. Like March thirteenth, they like from March through September, maybe. They mm-hmm. do uh, turtle races every week. Mm. Yeah. So they got a bunch of turtles. And they like set them down and you place bets on the turtles. Like who's going to win. Mm. So like you can't gamble in Texas, but you can bet on turtles. You bet like shots and drinks. Peter know about against this? The, against the house. Does Peter know about this? <laughs> well, they're, they're world-renowned athletes. Dude. They get time off. They train, you know, just turtles. So they do that. I've never seen them because it doesn't start until March. And right. it ended when I got here. But like 50 TVs outside, big, big flaw, projector screens. Very nice. So I did that Wednesday. Only Thursday. Texas beer? I had high noons. So uh, nice. they did have a lot of Texas beers on tap. Um, <clears throat> Thursday. I subbed in an indoor golf league, simulator golf league. Because it, it gets dark, Evan, at like 6 p.m., so you can't really golf after work. So uh, indoor sim league, played TPC Boston. They, they lined it up with the wherever the tour is at. I don't think last week was at some Mexico course, so they didn't have it. So they played TPC Boston. What about Liv? No. Anyways. Shot a uh, six under on nine holes to scramble. Four men scramble six under nine holes. Not bad. Uh, I was carrying the ball like two ninety five on the simulator. Don't know if it's real, but not a big deal. Cool, cool to see the number. When did that back, Thursday? Drank some refreshing Michelob Ultras. Evan's favorite. Boo, second oh, favorite. I love that for you. I love that. Oh, Friday. Wait, so you're playing Augusta pretty soon? No, I just I'm subbing. I sub sometimes. I don't. I'm not Can you sub for that one? Uh, I don't know. No, probably not. Oh my God, the players is like next week or so. Is it this week? Are you playing the players? I'm subbing. I'm subbing this week. I don't remember what course it is though. Well, PGA uh, Tour this weekend. 
Friday, I treated myself with some luxurious Taco Bell because I haven't had it in a mm. long time. It's mm. very good. Very good. Oh, you're playing the cognizant classic in the Palm Beaches. That's pretty lame. Mm. When is the players? What the hell? The players is not before the Masters. Yeah, it is. February. No. It did. The it players was, is before. Whoever is hot at the players is who you end up picking for the Masters usually. It's March 14th no. through the 17th. Oh, yeah. This is the second year of them moving it up. And the for Masters whatever reason, is I don't know. April 8th to April 14th. They haven't done this all our lives, Grant. So you saying like the players getting hot from the players, that's just – I think it's happened once. I just know golf. Okay. Saturday. Uh, went to a footy match. What? What? Set just college basketball Saturday. I said I went to a footy match. I know, but I was predicting I really what you were going to do. Basketball. I was wrong. Yeah, didn't really watch. And then Sunday, I wanted to die. Care to explain? Oh, uh, anybody with a brain would know. Thanks, Grant. So yeah, college basketball. There's my week. Nice, Evan. Last week of the yeah, regular season for JV basketball ended on a win on Thursday. <clears throat> Tuesday did not go well, so Thursday ended on a win. Nice. And then. Friday night, hit a couple of local bars. It comes um, to tavern. I can tell. Yep, tavern and uh, the local watering hole, Mux. You sent the boys off on spring break. Yes, I did. They wanted to kick a few back, so I did that Friday, Saturday. Oh, throughout the day, didn't do anything, so I finally didn't have to work or I got to sleep in. And then Saturday night, I saw Grant's beautiful face, along with nine ten other people um roomy ben hosted a party good time sunday relax watch some oh what technically it wasn't epl uh some football did some chores watched a miserable basketball game and then had baseball practice today work no refing it's over that dream is over Nice. And then district first district game came out with the champion about uh, two hours ago. Got a victory against against who? Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Who do we play? Well, uh, Columbia Central. Just played Columbia Central an hour ago. Mm, uh, Columbia Central matchup. They had a stud player. They always, always do. have one. Yep. Um. And here we are. Nice. Um. Looking at what I wrote down. Visited my parents' new house. Down. Yeah, sometimes. You don't remember what you did this weekend? I do, but it, like it helps me. I write down little bullet points to remind myself of what I did. That way, it can go faster. Visited my parents' new house. Credit to them. Picked out a beauty. I enjoy it. It's kind of weird. Like I think they were in that. Well, yeah, they were in that house that they left, and they come to you longer than I was alive. So I only know. 
25, 26 years of it. So it was weird a little bit, but then you got to get used to it. There's still a very big, long hallway when you walk in. So I can throw the uh, toy down the hallway for Nash to go get, which we did a lot of that to tire him out. He's definitely lost a step. He's not as, he's not as um, spry stamina as well. But he's still, I mean, that doesn't affect his barking. That does not affect his barking. That's no good. guy just has separation anxiety out the wazoo. But it's also probably because every time I go see him, I'm leaving like two days later. So he's probably knows that anytime I get out of the chair, might be the last time he sees me for the weekend. (laughs) He freaks out every time. Um, So visit there. And then like Evan said, went to uh, Ben and Evans on Saturday night, right next to our old stomping grounds of our touch football field. I didn't realize how close it was until I was there. Um, I realize now I did not end up doing a house tour, which is a huge regret, but that's just my excuse to go back sometime soon. So we'll have to actually get a tour, played a fun game called monikers and then played Evan's great at charades. Also learned that really good at charades had probably the best charade round of the night. And then we played mafia, which was pretty fun. Evan was also mafia like 30 times, like just every time. It was like, I know there's probability is what it is, but it just was one of those things where you didn't want to keep voting for Evan because you're like, there's no way he got another ace. It's just not possible when you have 10 10 people for him to keep getting aces. But he did. Um, I think he, yeah, him and uh, Ben. No. Who's your your partner in the first round that won? Uh, Adam. Adam. Yeah, you and Adam won. Easy the first round. Yeah, easy. But yeah, it was pretty fun. A lot of laughs that night. A lot of laughs from monikers as well. It was a funny game. So, good night. Went back to Sylvania. Drove home on Sunday. And then last night, watched the movie Don't Worry, Darling. Evan, have you seen it? I have not. No chance I haven't seen it, dude. He can't even knock off two things off his list in one year. <laughs> That's not ridiculous. Do you guys, do you guys I, want I added spoilers? another movie to my list. I added another Evan movie to my list today. Like quadruple the amount he watches. I think I I'm minus two, one. Evan. I think I'm minus one. I'm not in a plus tier. I added I did, it to my well, list, did, Grant, so it better be good. Don't I did cross it. off two, but I think I've added three. I won't. I don't want you to go into it thinking it better be good or it's Grant's fault. Like I don't think it's. I just. It's not. I don't. Going to blow you away, but my only takeaways without spoiling anything was that Harry Styles is a better actor than I envisioned. So credit to him. And it's definitely a movie that like movies. Oh yeah, wasn't he in Dunkirk? Yeah, good movie. You should add that to your list, Evan. Already on there. There's a scene where he like drops. Already seen Dunkirk. I'm pretty sure. It's good. I just watched it recently for the first time. I feel it feels like it'd be almost overstimulated. Is that with the uh, that I've seen? Is Dunkirk with Garfield in it? That could be totally much. Andrew Garfield? No, I don't think so. Who's the main person? Dunkirk is Harry Styles. It's like it's the same guy, right? But he's one modern. of the main guys. The main guy is, uh, what's the one that came out in like Hacksaw Ridge? It's by Christopher Nolan. 2006. Hacksaw Ridge is with Andrew Garfield, 2016. I've seen Hacksaw Ridge. I have not seen Dunkirk. Yeah, it's it'll make you think the next morning, but it's not like great. It's not a great movie, 
by any means, <laughs> but it'll definitely like make you think in your everyday life, like, well, that'd be crazy if that actually happened. It's futuristic, I'll say. Very good cast in uh, Dunkirk, Kevin. Very good. I don't like, watching the movie uh, Mud with Matthew McConaughey. No. No. On my list, though. That's on my list. And then I added The Town. I've never seen The Town. Oh, that's a good film. A lot of characters in that one from looking at the list today. Yeah. Anyways, um, that was my list. I think that's all we got. We got to hop into college oh, basketball. If we're oh. just going to talk about movies for like 20 seconds here, uh TV show that I'm watching. I'm very late to this show. Peaky Blinders. Fiverr. Oh. Mm. But holy f- it is a good show. Excuse my French. But it is a good show. Like I cannot believe that no one told me about it. You should watch it. I have You obviously don't know Ryan Cleary. Does he like that show? Uh, there was a one point where he would only do the Peaky Blinders accent if you were around, if he was around friends. <laughs> it's such, it is, it is good. It makes you want to just like, he probably will do it again when he's with us, but, and it might get annoying it, fast. It just makes you want to like smoke cigarettes, drink scotch, and just like be like a badass. Just that's just how two, that show makes you two feel. Two great things already. You can do both yeah. of those things. Is scotch great? Cigarettes would be a bad. It would be a bad habit to have, but you can do it. Are you aware of what scotch is, Grant? Do you know what it is? I just said, is is it great? I I would never classify as great. I don't love it. Oh, you don't like it? I see. Right. I like it. It's good. But yeah, uh, I think you guys should add it to your list. Alex, I have a question for you. Yeah. Yeah, this probably has no idea and nothing to do with you because I don't really know. Um, uh, did you give up anything for Lent? No. Okay. Is is there like a reason for the question? I just ask everybody kind of, oh, what'd you give up for Lent? Pop. Soda. Oh. You probably had a Baja Blast with your Taco Bell. Yeah, you're a dirty liar. Starting so. now. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> also, I don't know if anyone else saw it. The 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 um the craziest moon I've ever seen in my entire life Saturday night when we were driving to Ben. Dude, I saw it. It was absurd. Full Houston. It was full match. I bet you saw full moon just right in my face. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It was Did you magical. take a picture it was of it? Magical. Did you put it no. post it on the gram? No, I don't take pictures typically. I think Mar- Marissa has a video of it, but it doesn't do it justice. But it was like sunset, like a, imagine a back country road in Ohio crossing the border into Lenawee County. And it's like sunset all along your left. And then like the biggest orange moon that looked like it was magnified in your face. And I said, I need some Zach Bryan. It was, just a, it was <laughs> quite the experience driving. It was awesome. One last question for you guys. Um, mm. how's, your, how's the weather been in Michigan? Actually, quite warm. It was a, re- a beautiful day today. Gonna rain tomorrow, and we're mm-hmm. not gonna get away from it. But Grant, I think I said it's on your horizon this weekend. It's supposed really? to get up to seventy, I think, on Sunday. Probably windy though. It's gonna be one of those nasty yeah. warm winds. But I think it's pretty worth it. Um, I said last week the weather's been bad here. It's it's been eighty and sunny since I said that, so it's been very nice. 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 That's why you look so tan. Do I? You don't look tan. I don't feel it. No. (laughs) Um, College basketball. 
Uh, we, we love it. Our precious Alex is love child. College basketball. I'll start with you, Alex. I got a couple of questions for my friends. Okay. And I don't know the answer to it, but I don't, and I don't know if you have it either. But why is Xavier Booker not playing more? Um, because he can't rebound and he can't play defense. Our assistant coaches are morons. I mean, for the record, I think he should. I, it's all relative because it, two months ago, he if he started, he wouldn't have looked like he did yesterday. He just was not. He was like 30 pounds lighter. Couldn't like do anything, which he said himself like a week ago. Do we ago. actually, though, like believe he's gained all this weight? He doesn't look that different to me when I've seen yes. him play. Yes. Like weight-wise. Co- college athletes that-, that go from high school to college in a college strength and conditioning program, I'm sure Evan can attest to it. Uh, they get bigger. That's real. It's not fake. But, I mean, you saw it. He gives up rebounds. His defense, his spatial awareness isn't great. He's That's why he rebounds because play. he's going for the block shot. That's why. <clears throat> and he's yeah. blocking and a lot of shots. Listen, I'm not saying he shouldn't play because he should. But if you're asking why he doesn't in the eyes of Tom Izzo, because he doesn't do the things that Tom requires of his program, which no one is. So that's why the argument should be he should just play because the rest stink anyways. It's defense, rebounding. Evan, you said assistant coaches. That makes me think I'll lead it into you. There was a clip of Tom on the bench. Um, It was the double big Cooper Sissoko with Cone Carr lineup at the like middle of the first half and the cameras caught Tom saying this lineup is bad. And it just makes me think, is it the Wojcik uh, guy who's uh, calling the shots and Tom's just letting him do his thing or what's going on? I on think the bench? Wojcik is defensive subs and then Mark is offensive subs. Uh, but also I think Wojcik could be just subs. Cause I noticed during what game was I at, I was at the Michigan game and I noticed Wojcik was like, he was pulling people off the bench during the Michigan game. Um, obviously, Izzo, like, approves on some of these substitutions pre-game. Like, I would say pre-plan. So, like, the plan is, okay, get a couple minutes here. Let's see what these guys can do together. Um, and clearly, obviously, that just wasn't the right game for it because I forgot uh, – what was his – what's his first name, Alex Arden? Is it Arden Key? Zed From Key. From Iowa State. Zed, Zed Key. Arden now? Zed Key. It's Zed. It's Zed. I don't know what I'm thinking. Arden Key's a pass he's rusher. A he's a fellow senior pass yep. rusher. Yep. <laughs> Zed Key. Forgot that guy even existed. I was like, holy crap, this dude's coming off the bench because he cooked our ass like two years ago. He sucks Big now. Backside. He's very bad. Big backside. He needs. He, he just, just needs to get the, He just needs to get on the ball. Yeah. So the two big post player lineups. I just time and place. Time and place, and I think the assistant co- or assistant coaches are not improving anybody. And for the record, defensively, Matt, and I'm on the record Tom saying this beginning of the year has not done his own subbing uh, ever. That's never he yeah. never has. No, and, and everyone's going to argue while well, you're the head coach. You're the head coach. You can control anything. Yeah, I saw that during the game. I thought that's what he said. I'm glad you pulled that up. Bad lineup. Because that's what I was thinking in my head. Back in disbelief. It was a terrible lineup. Bad lineup. Terrible. It was four, <laughs> was so four guys that couldn't score. Yes, yeah, Sissoko's out there. Yeah. If Sissoko's yeah. out there, you can't have another post player with him. 
And Jay Wright like arguing saying cards. that you Jay Wright's out there arguing saying that I think it helps Ahsoka. I was like, there's no way how this helps Ahsoka. There's I actually no was trying to <laughs> for how bad Sissoko's been in the last like five games, I thought yesterday he was okay. I didn't think he was like the reason Michigan State he lost. He was okay like, some people are Michigan too defensively. He just doesn't give you any – literally zero benefit for him having the ball. He, he's all. not going to score. He should honestly, when he's on offense, just go and just stay on defense and just stand in the paint and just play four and five. Or just stand at the top of the key and clear out the lane. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I almost think I don't think somebody, it was his fault, though. No. He, he just not just, very good, though. Grant, we scored nine points in the last 12 minutes. We scored five in the last nine minutes. There's your answer. We can't put the ball oh, through I can the tell you situations. Why. I can tell you. I can tell you Best why all that Shot happens. selection. Tyson Walker didn't shoot well all game. And a couple bad turnovers. No, no, oh, no I can tell that. you. This is one person's take. One and nine, not great. Six twenty four, not great. I bet on Aikens over points that didn't hit. I bet on his over points, rebounds, assists that didn't hit. If they didn't shoot well, I mean, there's nothing. I did midway through the second half. I was like, wow, we have not hit any threes. I think we had hit one at that point. I was like, we just Booker was the only one who made a three. I think we finished with three, yeah. and I think Ohio State finished with three. It was that last we had three shot. in the first five minutes. And oh yeah, we did. It felt. Malik hit one, and who else hit one right back? Hogard even hit one. And Malik, yeah. Hogard, and Booker. Hit the only threes of the game. It was in the first five minutes. Uh, I said to Evan during the game that it just felt like uh, like we thought it was a preseason game because we just saw every lineup imaginable for 40 minutes. And then they were messing around with it so much that once Ohio State came back, you had to put all your starters in, and they just like – hadn't been playing that much, like weren't really like locked in. Well, so then you're asking those dudes to get back into the, the rhythm now that it's a tight, close 12 game. point lead with 12 minutes left. All your starters was never close. All your starters All your except, starters, for, yeah, except yeah. for Booker. Crazy. Correct. Crazy. Well, great. You have to that offensive rebound. You should have called a timeout. <laughs> Matty grabs that offensive rebound. You have to call a timeout. You have two of them. Timeout instantly. Boom. Yeah, possession of the ball. I don't know what you put pressure on Ohio State. The trade-off is that if Booker is playing, he his, the offense will probably score, and then the defense will give up points. It'll be just like back and forth. That's what was happening that's when he what, was in. But that's what you needed because you were in an offensive lull. You got to pick your spots. I mean, you have to also remember that the defense wasn't playing like shit. They held him to sixty no. points. I know, and when he was in, the defense wasn't that bad. He has three blocks; those are good possessions. He's blocking shots. I think shots. in this He's game situation, I think I'm think I'm risking it. I think I'm risking the defense for for he offensive also production. Would be asking 100%. a freshman who plays four minutes a game to close out a game and he to guard another well. freshman. Like yeah, well, not not what's a freshman. The, but they yeah. lost. I mean, I just don't. Sophomore. Maybe that's yeah, what I he. Think that maybe a that's freshman. what. Yeah, their post player was no, a freshman. Akpar is a sophomore, but yes, that's maybe why Tom needed. Maybe Tom needed to see that they still lost, so he'll just say F it and just roll with it. Because I don't know. Maybe he just needed to see it fail one more time. Because he played – Booker played 17 minutes. If you're telling me he can't play 25 minutes at the age he is, then I don't know. It's like he can easily it's play not, 25 minutes. It's not he can play 20 minutes. He can play 20 minutes. I was talking about. That's not what I was talking about. I just think Izzo and his staff are so like – you know, it, they have their ways that have worked for whatever amounts of time. They see they're getting out rebounded when Booker was in. 
when Booker was in, we got out rebounded by like 15 rebounds. When he was out, we out rebounded them by like 15. And the old heads are going to be like, you got to rebound to win the basketball game. When Booker's out, we don't rebound. You do. It's fact. But, but you also got to have like, that's how rebounding is a whole team effort. It's not just one big man. That's not how rebounding works. I mean, the big man you know, do a majority Malik of rebounding Hall? on Malik our team. Should be having, Malik Hall should have seven to eight rebounds a game. He's pretty big and can jump out of the gym. Like, Put Cone Carr in and go grab boards. You know? Cone Carr is just as unreliable on offense as Mike Sissoko. I pulled him out. But this is the thing, though. And again, I'm saying it jokingly, but it's almost as like someone showed Tom the clip of me suggesting the lineup. And he said, I'm going the exact opposite and putting him next to two centers who can't shoot either. And good luck, Cohen. Like, you're setting the kid up for absolute failure. You have three guys that can't score outside of five feet on the floor at the same time with Holloman and Walker. What are we doing? It's like the worst so, lineup. So one of the worst lineups I've ever seen in my life. No, like no joke. Is it's Tom is Williams washed. level bad. You think he's? You think he's washed? No, I think it's I time. It's over. I don't. Be honest. I don't. I don't think he's. Be washed. honest. I don't. You think? You think he's washed? I would need to see one more season. I would do. I would. Everyone I said this his- last year too, and then they had some dumb Sweet Sixteen runs. So if they have a dumb Sweet Sixteen runs, everyone going to forget about it again? Uh yes yeah that's how sports brains work correct they will <laughs> they're just gonna yeah, be like so be ranked top five with a new class with a uh, the guys no, becoming we sophomores can't be top five. all those people yeah. are gonna be gone watch it happen the same thing just happened this year Alex well that was the first time we had preseason ranked in like three years you guys are set up for the Sweet Sixteen now this is exact you're watching the Juwan Howard season we're not gonna fall to an number one though. class. Well, we could. You need to. You need to. We're going to be a nine there, and get housed by a one. Just get ready for you can, it. You fans should have two UConn. school of thoughts in their head where, on one hand, this level of play is unacceptable given the expectations that Tom Izzo has set for himself in this program. But two, if we're being totally honest and just living in the moment, Dropping towards an 11 is better if you want to get to the Sweet 16 than being an 8 or a 9. So in a yeah, weird the way, only you problem is on it, if it's you, not bad. <laughs> you got to lose out to drop to an 11, and I don't want to drop <laughs> that far where you have a chance sure. of missing. No, you, you have to look at the rest of the bubble and be like, oh, like the rest of these teams are also dog shit and lose every week. So then we you like, don't oh, have a good track matter. record. No, I, agree I checked Ragatology today. You wouldn't make it. Ragatology doesn't mean shit, dude. It's people's opinions in there. Agreed. You're just like the committee. It's just their opinions. That's all it is. Well, I, I so do have a question about the, bracketology, but can't back the science or the numbers off the bracketology. No, but you can average like the the guys that are good at it who have like, been great at it in the past. When we were in the playing nah, game, does you're not going to be in the playing game? You're not going to get matchups right. But we're going to play Virginia, North Carolina. Them. Who's in rematch this year? We're going to get Baylor Wait, you know, on our the side. F- first four, 2021. COVID. Whatever. COVID. Uh, we're going to be the 11. Baylor's going to be the three. Somebody's going to be the six that we've already played. Pick we're somebody that we've already played this year. I agree with Evan's take that if you do lose out, you're not making the tournament. Lose out, you're not making Which the I, tournament. But I don't think you're going to lose out, is my fact. point. I don't think we'll lose out for one. I wouldn't say it's a guarantee that we, I don't know what would, what would we be seventeen and seventeen and 15? fifteen is like pretty gross. We made like the play-in game at seventeen and fifteen last time. <laughs> well, um, that's what I'm trying to find. Like, was it that? 
Yeah, it was 17 and 15 and 9 and 11 in the Big Ten. But you don't have those wins that you had. You had some big wins. Oh, no. Yeah, we beat Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan. 15 and 12. Well, yeah, I mean, because there was less games. We we lost to Rutgers by 30 points that year. But you beat number five, Illinois, number four, Ohio State, and number two, Michigan, all down a stretch, and you don't have anything close to that. You would not make the tournament if you went 17-15. I feel really good about that. But it won't happen. Nothing sniffing. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. One of our best ones. I don't know, man. Look at, look, at, look at the bubble teams. Look at the bubble teams. They deserve it more than us. No. Evan, they don't. They're bad. No. no. <laughs> they that don't. did come off. That came off uh, bad, Alex. Something, something my throat. <laughs> Who's playing yes. good basketball right now? We are not. We were. Wait oh, for us. Evan, to speak Duke. tell me who is good playing good basketball. Tell me who's playing good basketball on the bubble. I don't know who's on the ball. I don't watch it Wait for everyone else. Wake Forest, Wake Forest good lost earlier this week. What they went one and one this week. Really good basketball. Got, better than got, you. They have a better, better win than, than us. They Butler. have a better win than How us. How about Butler? Butler's on the bubble. They I didn't say Butler's playing good basketball right now. We'll get to that. Villanova. Shut up. They're on the bubble. They just lost by twenty five points. I did not say Villanova. St. John's, Texas A and They're on the bubble. They lost four games in a row. St. John's one and five. I said teams that are playing good right now. There aren't any, Evan. That's my point. Name one. Wake Forest, St. John's. They're Wake not. Forest. Minnesota are not playing well. Minnesota. Being Duke is playing well. That's playing well. They won at home against Duke in a game they had to win. They also uh, lost this Seton, week. Seton Hall. Seton Hall is playing well. We didn't do that this week. You had two cupcake wins at home and you pissed on your leg and played like shit in both of them. I Defensively in the first one and offensively in the second one. <sighs> You gotta realize that down. these, yes, it's a college basketball. It anybody can beat anybody. Wait till we get to March, dude. This no, I'm not even 16. saying. <laughs> Evan's lashing out at the fan base, not just you, Alex. <laughs> I didn't even say anything after the game. I said nothing. Yeah, yeah I, that's how I knew you were. You know, I didn't say anything. Hole. Did that I, really I'm still hurt, waiting for a good it? team on the bubble. I'm still Wake waiting. Forest. Wake Forest, Alex. You cannot pick and choose. We gave you one right away. You can't shoot that down. We gave you one. I can. I can. Yes. Wake Forest is better than us. Wake Forest would beat us right now. Evan, come on. We're not that good. Just admit it. We had the same role three weeks ago. We're not that good. I agree. But Okay, thank you. These other shitty teams aren't good You saying that we would just beat Wake Forest is like is idiotic because we just lost to a bad Ohio State team at home who hasn't won a game since January 1st, 2023 on the road, who has an interim head coach and plays a lot of freshmen and sophomores. So you tell me the reason why we lost. They beat Purdue. So you tell me the reason why you think we're better than some bubble teams. Why? Because we have a tournament streak. Because, that's the only thing that's left. Because we beat Baylor by 20. We beat Illinois. Those are decent teams. Baylor. That, that had a bad Baylor game. has played. But we have one good win. It's Baylor. That's it. That's it. Illinois doesn't count. Mm, Illinois at uh, home. I mean, you should, you should oh, be Illinois at home. Wake Forest at home against Duke. Wake Forest, Alex. That's, Colorado. That's fair. Seton Hall. Colorado? They had lost four games in a row not that long ago. Nebraska. Seton Hall. I'll, I'll give you Seton Hall. Nebraska. Seton Hall's sure, playing the ball. It's pretty Gonzaga. much like with those teams, I think you just split a home and home. That's basically what it is. So I don't yeah, think you're that's clearly the whole better bubble. than any of them. 
Now, I don't think we're clearly worse than any of them. And we're getting ahead of ourselves because you still would have to lose four more games. Providence. Well, we're going to lose us. the next game. No. Yeah, I agree. No. They're you beat Butler by 20. At, Come on. If you went to Providence at night, no, see, you this doesn't mean shit. But if you hosted them, you'd win. None of this does. None of your arguments mean shit either. You're just saying just because we lost – if you go back a week before we lost these two games and we have this conversation, be like, oh, yeah, we – those are two of the worst losses. Yes, but you would Those be like, cupcake oh, we would beat this team. Oh, we would beat this team. Now you no, lose two games and it's, oh, you lose every single team you play. Not you. Not me. No, I not, that's not true. I'm just saying. Do not count Penn State and Michigan as your two wins to get you back in. Sorry, Evan. No, it's 100%. But you just, there's other teams out there that are just like us that we would lose to. Yes. And there's, we would also beat. Who would we beat? Who would we be? We could so beat track all those teams that we named. don't. What's your what's your quad one? What's your quad one record right now? One and three, two and three quad one. Wins. Two and thirteen. Three and three and seven. Three and I think. three and seven. Yeah. I looked at it because I was comparing Butler to Michigan State, but you guys are still a lot higher than us in the net, unfortunately. So I just shut so, my mouth. <laughs> quad one, Alex. Evan, I'm not telling you that they're an elite basketball team. I'm telling you they can beat bubble teams. That's it. That's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we can lose. And I think it's fair. Teams. Well, that's that's what I call dramatic because a week ago you wouldn't have said that. I the think basketball team more isn't any man. different than it was a week ago. I think well, yeah, actually it is. It's two losses worse than it was last week. Yes, True. I think you should watch Tony's uh, presser before the game yesterday and what he said about wins and losses. Before it's good. Game? I watched after and he looked like he was befuddled. I was. I did do no, that I'm, research today. He doesn't like have the, any PR people that tell him he can't wear a white shirt underneath a white jacket. It's a big old <laughs> freaking green Spartan logo. God damn it. Can you just wear a regular white pole underneath that, Tom? Come on. I will I will say this. I'm curious what you guys' thoughts. I, I, okay, so let me circle and kind of tie it back to Alex's question. I do not think Tom Izzo is washed yet. No, that's idiotic. People are freaking stupid. I agree with that. I think this is more just a case of the bad apples that we've identified for three years now that I don't think are true leaders, and they're just not that good at basketball. And I'm not being mean to them. I just don't think – I've never thought, even after the Marquette win, that they're that good at basketball. Tyson Walker is that good at basketball, but there's just not enough of them. I thought Jane Aikens would be this good by now. He hasn't been. And I've – 11 is 11. Um What's yeah, it, 20, 25 Malik? Like he's, he's had moments, but I've never thought he's like incredibly reliable. Turns out Joey Hauser was the most reliable in a weird way, besides Tyson. God's and the only a senior, but yeah. And the big man's the big men, the center spots, the center spots. That's just been a revolving door of average for well, below average, honestly, for the last couple of years. So it's not really Tom, I think. But it is Tom, but it's not. I think if Tom adapted to transfer portal and everything, he still recruited well, so you can't knock him for that. But I don't know. I don't think he's watched. He will always what I will say well. about him, the only thing I can nitpick, and I'm curious your guys' thought, and again, I don't listen to a lot of his media stuff. I, I see clips sometimes, but I would be pretty annoyed at this point of hearing the phrase, like, you can't coach kids this way these days. Like, I feel like he says that phrase almost as like he's a catch-all or horse. excuse. Like, then just stop coaching if you feel like you can't coach the way you want to coach is what I would be at now. I'd be like, I if think you think it's so referring... different and it's so hard. No. I mean, he's re- he's referring to the fact that the media, the shitty Detroit Free Press, the Blue Wall, 
national media, anytime he's ever ripped a player on the sideline in the last four years, it's like just humongous news. And that's what he's alluding to. I don't think he's coaching them any less hard. And I think he he is 1000% sick of the certain attitudes on the team. And he he doesn't like NIL because these guys get paid and then they lose. They're like, oh, I don't give a I got a million dollars anyway. So who cares? And that's unfortunately... It is a global issue, not just a Michigan State basketball issue. It's just a sense of entitlement, and people don't care. That's yeah. why there's parody in college sports. Besides Michigan just, football, because well, Michigan Purdue's football is not having a problem. I know, no, and I just Purdue's like not. I'm. Sh- I'm they have like with good like, grind, like three star kids that are like just have to be good to do anything. They're not getting loads of money. They have Zach Eady, but. It. Brain Smith was like that, not supposed to be that good. Oh, he was Mr. Indiana. He's in really good. Oh, he was a four star. He was good. He was good. Interesting. But he wasn't like Develop players. Duke. I mean, the Evan, thing you, wanted, like, you can have, wait, we're going to have to back up because I, I mean, I'm going to listen to Evan shit on the assistant coaches just every single show. But like, let's That's take some games. accountability. Tom, Tom hired them. So I, blame well, him. I'm too. agreeing with you. I hundred percent. Yeah, I said I that last to, time we were bitching about him. It's his fault too because he is hired. Last all time those we were guys. bitching about the assistant coaches, he can't just hire his best friends hear you and people it. that he got stuck with. I said it last episode. That's what, if you were actually like listening more while I was talking, because that's what we Mark Antonio did, and you defended him to the death. And I don't want it to get to that point. I defended him as a football to. coach. I didn't defend him as who he hired. But that's part of being the coach, the head coach. Correct responsibility. I do wonder, though, like listening to Tom and again, respect him as high as any coach you can in the sport. But like you do watch other intense coaches like teams are still having success, even in the new era. Like Dan Hurley's a really intense guy. Kelvin Sampson's a really intense guy. Bruce Pearl's a really intense guy. I have to think they coach hard the time. If you win, it doesn't matter. If you win, he doesn't give a shit. If you lose, they just shut down. Like that's why I just that's why I just don't know, like. I mean, Tom keeps saying it publicly. So the national media keeps sticks like, to one one storyline, and if that storyline is getting clicks, then everybody's going to run with that same storyline. That's just how it is. Yeah, Tom doesn't one storyline is going to say Tom is was, was about to punch a player on the sideline during an NCAA March Madness game. Everybody's going to run with it. I just want if Tom hears this, I want him to know that I think he can be his intense self. I don't think he should use the like. Things are different. I can't coach that way anymore because I think you can. I mean, other coaches are super intense and their Tom teams is are winning. Coaching just, like that—that's that's also like you're saying. He's he's saying he's not doing it. He is doing it. He's ripping players on the sideline every game. He's yeah. he's coaching but, them hard in practice. He's not he's not being nicer. That's not what's no, happening. But they should they should. I don't need him to go full this way. But it's like a parallel where like he won't really speak bad and call out players by name post game. I feel like from what I've heard, like. That's the, the <laughs> that's the roster. Someone needs to show him the Rick Pitino clip past week where he basically said everybody on his team is dog shit. And I was like, oh my god, that could not be more different than like coaches recently. Like that I'm not saying Tom has to go that way, but that was some kids to see some kids respond age. to that and some don't. They won. They beat uh, uh they beat Craig. Tell you right now, half that. the kids on our team would not respond to that. Just and I think that's it, more to be completely honest, half of, half of this team's problem is some of the parents of these players is horrible. 
Oh. Just on Twitter all the time, just bitching, crying about everything. My son deserves it. Evan knows all, all too well about parents. <laughs> They're, it's probably driving Izzo up the wall, too. That would. That's why Max parents are level. Jay Nakin's parents. Booker's parents. I've heard Booker's family is pretty vocal. For, I've seen for other people say that. I haven't seen the actual Aiken's post brother myself. is on, like, just goes <laughs> off on Michigan State, like, once a day. Shea Patterson's just wasting Jaden's talents. But the fact is, Jaden's basketball IQ is 2 out of 10. So, no offense to the kid. Damn. But there's a reason he's not getting any better. That hurt me. <laughs> he, he has no idea when to do anything. Also, for the very loud, which seems to be growing in a majority, just from Twitter, you would have. It was kind of crazy on Sunday because again, Michigan and Michigan State both played. I saw as many tweets of Michigan State fans wanting their coach gone as I did Michigan fans, which was wild to even say that. Michigan State fans are some of the worst in America. And even if you did want Izzo gone at this point, if you fully got to that point, like. You can keep saying it because it's a free country, but you have to realize the reality is he's not going anywhere because Alan Haller can't fire that guy. You can't he has a lifetime it, contract. He signed a lifetime contract. He is not. It, he's not leaving. And he's unless he wants to. Said he publicly said he's coming back next year, and he's already talked about next year. He's if talking they, about how good he's going to be next year. Lose like, out and he's not going anywhere. He's, he's a thousand percent back. He's not going to go out like this. He's, he's coming back in twenty twenty. Five, because he's recruiting kids that class. Twenty twenty six, he's recruiting kids that kids that class. Just gonna say, still good at recruiting basketball. That's cool. Always go win the you just, we, we send kids. You to just the gotta league. buckle up and hope one he of the pulls, best. Uh, some of the best facilities in the country, and we actually have yeah. a stadium. Uh, we have an arena that can sit more than eighteen thousand fans, and it fills up even, even on spring break. And it's not all away fans like somebody on Sunday. That was this absurd. Time. Oh, so <laughs> How many Purdue crazy. fans were in Chrysler? I cannot believe I thought I was hearing it wrong. Because they can't get tickets at Mackey. They're so expensive. Yeah, true. They They're can't like, get Let's just go to Ann Arbor. Five, five bucks. I'm happy for Purdue fans. Sad for one of my favorite basketball teams. Anyways, what I would say, do we think that Tom Izzo needs to pull the Jim Harbaugh? After the COVID year and just reset everything, get in fresh blood, and we're going to do it or die trying to go on a magical in like year two or three number two title run. I think that could be brewing because he's not yeah. going anywhere. No. He just needs to dig deep, and you just got to hope he he modernizes a little bit, make some tweaks around the area. Fire the staff. Fire I, re- the I really top don't three think. Assistants. I don't think we're just gonna all of a sudden become like bad. Like even at our like worst, this feels like our low still better than half the Big Ten and still going to make the tournament more than likely. Like, it, if this is as shitty as it gets, maybe we should be a little grateful. Maybe just a little and not so miserable. So I, I see this going one of two ways to really tie all together in Michigan sports. It's either going to be – well, I guess it could be somewhere in the middle. But the two extremes are the Jim Harbaugh route where it resets, things change, or – the Red Wings route where you hold on to the streak and then it ends and then it just bottoms out. And then you got to start over with a new regime. But it won't take seven years. You hope not. College basketball is the easiest, easiest sport to just completely reload, redo, and you could do it through the transfer portal. You only need five guys. 
it's the easiest yeah. sport to do it. And you have a, we won't say blue blood because Grant doesn't agree, but just outside that. So you're going to be able to get kids. You're a top 10 yeah. college basketball program today. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Also, yeah, I have it is easier because you have, because you have less players. So you can reload. Yeah. Go ahead. Would you guys be surprised if Michigan State um, missed the tournament? Yes or no? So this is like a three yes. part question. Yeah, Correct. Be yeah I've never seen them miss him. I've never seen them miss in my life. It'd be weird. Would you be surprised if after the worst week we've had all season, they just somehow magically beat Purdue on Saturday? I'd be stunned. It's, it's a less than 1% chance that happens. Stunned. Okay. okay. What time is that game? Is that a night game? Seven, 8 o'clock prime time. Fox. Yeah, I mean, but maybe the Gus kids are gone. It's maybe it's spring break. Gives a shit. It doesn't matter. It's the whole arena. It still gets Anyways. loud. I mean, I think was. like I'll, I'll take Michigan State first half. You guys come out with your hair on fire, but I, they just wear you down. You just have no answers for a big guy in the middle. He's just a he's even if you, you had a good game, you don't have an answer away. for him. Even Dickinson, you got to get him eight feet away. away. He's dog shit. Eight feet away. Next, next not that. Next much. question. Issues like Michigan 13%. State were to avoid Purdue in the Big Ten tournament, like other side of the bracket. Could you see them winning the like Big right Ten now? tournament with how bad the Big Ten is? Like right now, I don't know where we're at. I haven't looked at anything since we Four lost. Six. I've been so upset. We play the winner of Rutgers and Michigan, Michigan, and then we play, the winner of that plays Wisconsin. So let's just say you avoid Purdue. Purdue loses in the semis. They're, they don't really care about winning. Who would Purdue lose to in the semis? Illinois. No, I don't know. No. It has I don't know. I don't, Illinois. I don't know. Nebraska beat them. <laughs> Maybe Nebraska beats them. No, oh, I, okay. Alex, I would be. I'd be really surprised. I don't think this team can win four games like that in a row. I don't think we can win four games like that in a row either. Okay. Okay. Final. Because they're going to have to play. They're going to have to play two of Illinois, Wisconsin, Purdue, Nebraska, and I just don't see you stringing two of those wins back to back. I do like our but chances maybe. against Nebraska again. Nebraska sucks on the road. Sucks on the They're road. They're good, though. I yeah. think they just got their first Big Ten win we, on the road. We blew that game we, at Nebraska. Good, though. That's we blew like they a can, lot of They games. can hit threes. Just about every yeah. single game we blew. We, we blew the Duke game. Yeah. The Iowa game, you could argue, we didn't blow that yeah, game. We were down 16 at one point to start the second half. Yes. We did not yeah. blow that game. They might get hot. That team That team could go to the semis. That That's a streaky Oh, for team. sure. Iowa could That team could make the semis and also lose the first game. It's because they're offense. They don't play defense. It's all their offense. Score yeah, 100 Stanford points. Give up 95. Yeah. That's the goal. Should have known we would have lost that game. Uh, last question. Yeah. Let's say, hypothetically, this is all hypothetical because this you know, mm-hmm. it's downtime in the offseason here. Uh, let's say offseason. Michigan State does yeah, – it feels like the offseason. Michigan State does beat Purdue. Then they play oh Northwestern God. at home. They beat them. Loss. Beat Indiana. Loss. So they went out in the regular season, win the first game of the Big Ten tournament, then lose. I'm assuming if that happens, they'll be still like – they could stay at a seven. So if they go back to, as a seven or let's say a ten, mm-hmm. what would you put the probability of a Sweet 16 on? With how bad this team just looked last week, if they were seven or ten, what would you put the percentage that they could do what they did last year again? And remember 50, that would be coming off some big wins. 50-50 would be that high. Yeah, because I'm looking at the twos. If you got Marquette or North Carolina, I see it. If you get Kansas or Tennessee, no. Simple as that. 
let's say Michigan State is a eight or a nine. Who are the ones? One percent. Uh, twenty-five. You could be Arizona. The other three, no. Arizona's bad on offense on defense. <clears throat> Caleb Love could be a wild card. He might shoot him out of a game, but I don't think you can beat Houston, UConn, or Purdue. Maybe Houston, but you have to shoot the lights out, and they are just. I would. I would guess that they wouldn't put us with Purdue for an eight or nine, just because of UConn. The no, they're just. I don't think they would put fucked. us with Purdue solely because it would be in. Uh, Purdue would be Detroit. in the Midwest, and they would play in Detroit, and that would be a home game for us. Well, but it's also them, it's also right. about they might huh? though regions we, in Detroit. We wouldn't play them. Yeah, the regions Sweet oh, Sixteen yeah. and on. We wouldn't play them in Detroit. Oh, you play them in Indianapolis potentially. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, that goes to Detroit. I would drive for that game. I would go to that game on Sunday. Be electric. All right. So the final <laughs> final question. Now that we've gotten this far, this would be five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. No, we're what? not making yeah, a final no, four. Yeah. This team can't do anything. What? <laughs> what is more likely? Lose in the first round of the tournament or miss the tournament? Like that's one of the choices. Yes, that's either more of those. That is one hundred percent more likely. The Sweet Sixteen. Lose. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be crazy and say the Final Four. Lose the first weekend is one hundred percent more likely. First, no, no, first game or no, miss the you tournament. Said first game. Right, I did the first, first game, game. then make right. the Sweet 16. One game versus two games. Think, I'll take the one game action. I don't know, man, because if you get I think it's a, closer than you, you think, if you become a 10 and you play a Mountain West 7, you're going to win that game, and then you're just going to lose who you play next. If it's one of those two, so I, say, five. I would go. Mr. State's only going to get. Top team, so they can get all the eyes and money on it. Nobody wants to watch Michigan State versus UNLV. They gave us no, they didn't get Michigan State versus. Yeah, that's because it was Foster Lawyer. I mean, Evan, I, I'm they, all for your conspiracy theories, but you I don't know. I mean, Evan. a little. It's all half it's the entertainment. Seven, no. Half it's the entertainment. Seven, three of the sevens are Mountain West. Like, they're, who, yeah, who you trust they, they might want you to go. This they want you to go. Thing d- that you, you're looking at. Evan, Andy I'm just saying, Evan. Thirty six. Evan, no, hear me out. Hear that. me out. Hear me out. There's not just elite programs second. at the seven line, anyways. So I don't know who you're expecting so to face. So if there's not elite programs at the seven line, what does that make like, us like, at the ten line? Evan, Aww. give me a, give me a here, Evan. I want to give you a hypothetical. That feels bad. You right now, just raging. I just put you in a body bag. You did it. You didn't. You didn't. Not even close. I did. Evan, I did. There's no Duke or North Carolina at a seven seed. What what seed do you want? What seed do you want Michigan State to be? Evan, do you want to be a ten seed? I'm going to give you a hypothetical for ratings. Give us a ten or eleven. Seven, ten, or eleven. Okay. Okay. Because eight, nine, there's no even point of going. Congrats! I'm going to give you another eight or ninth SEC team, and then you're going to get your blown off by the one seed. Okay, I'm going to give you a ten. I hope you don't watch. Do you think or an eight seed? Do you think that the almighty powers at CBS would rather see Michigan State play Washington State yes. as their seven for a big, big ratings bonanza, MSU <laughs> versus WSU, or do you Nobody's think they match them up game. against? It's too powerful. They match them up against 
um, New Mexico or someone of that to guarantee the odds more likely that they face Purdue or Marquette the next game. I think Purdue's a one more seed. Likely. Purdue can well, sharpie themselves in as a one seed. All right, but you, but I, they I, get your, I get your argument. I get your argument. They want Kansas they, as the two. They're going to f over some teams just so you can get the money maker. They're going well, to the Alex, Michigan. Watch, the round of Alex, thirty-two. The eight That's nine what they matchup? want us to be. Yeah, they'll get us in the mm-hmm. round of eight and nine matchup. So the one seed be like, oh my gosh, you have the big bad Tom Izzo and his records in March and the always gets in the Sweet Sixteen. And it'll be on See? CBS late at night on Sunday nights. We have to wait all freaking weekend just to lose by twenty five. It'd be awesome. Oh, it'd be sad. It'd be Sunday at four p.m. because it always just is. To watch Dan Hurley out coach us. And watch our assistant but coaches try that, to do two big man lineups if we don't score a freaking single point, point for eight minutes. Oh, it's great. It's the whole point, Evan. It's the whole point. Michigan State they don't want us to lose versus, the first game. They Michigan don't. State versus Florida Atlantic for the right to play UConn. Oh. That would actually get eyes on defense. TV. No, it would get eyes on TV. Florida Atlantic was a Final Four team last year. They would get eyes on TV. I think they lost to Tulsa recently. <laughs> okay, so Alex, Alex, okay, I'm going to ask you this question. There's 32 first-round games, 64 divided, you know, 32 games. Good right. so you're telling me that would be below half for the ratings? That game would be below half? No. If you had no to rate games 1 through 32, In it'd probably mind, be yeah, like but... <laughs> 16. I mean, it'd be like right in the middle. Oh, bullshit. Like, you're not that'd really be, That'd be a lot higher than that. <laughs> It'd be a top. I don't know. Top ten game depends where it's slotted time wise. Purdue versus the 16 seed is must watch after last year. Like that's a top three tune in, like just to see how they look. <laughs> Alex, your stat the other day you said in the group chat that teams that lost a 16 seed are undefeated next year. There's only been one team, so I was just pissed <laughs> off looking at that stat, and nobody corrected you on it. And I was already two hours late to the conversation. It's I was true. two hours. Yeah, but you said teams. There's only one team that's done that. You should have asterisked yeah, teams. Because that my whole point of saying that is because all these stupid ass facts or whatever things have happened doesn't matter this year because it's not the same year. Doesn't matter. All that doesn't matter. Connor's saying that UConn can't win a title because they, they won last year. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. UConn. So that was my point of that stat. We're looking at Houston versus UConn. That's all we're looking at. Just everybody else is the irrelevant. I'm going to pivot us to uh, our last college basketball topic. Um, it really overshadowed all the games and the results of this weekend. You don't really think about great results. Yeah, Houston Bear was a great result. You think about Kyla Filipowski getting dragged off the court at Wake Forest. Um, a lot of hot takes. This has kind of broken people's brains momentarily for the week. I guess Shocker. the simple question to you is, is what do you guys think about this? And um, how would you fix court storming? Because it seems to be a problem in some people's eyes. I have an idea how to fix court storming. Don't lose on the road. Boom. Problem solved. <laughs> Evan, this you're is all time ignorance from you today. You're a higher ranked team. I, don't lose. I you don't have to deal with it. it. I love it. How about you? Ha- your two best players don't piss down their leg and throw the ball out of bounds with 13 seconds left. There's an idea. It's so stupid. He's probably totally fine. He's playing this off because it's, it's it's a freaking joke. And then to Seth Davis have- on CBS, Seth Davis on CBS, I wanted to punch him through the TV saying those fans don't deserve <laughs> to be on that court because they haven't worked hard like all the players have been. Like, that's idiotic. 
they actually pay tuition, pay taxes, and actually probably paid for a ticket. So they have more right to be on there than a kid that's getting there for free. So now what? I don't love what oh. Seth said. I didn't know he said that. So Put him in the locker. I do have to say, <laughs> so um, stupid. Evans, let good, Evans let first good things text, live. Let good things live. Evans' first text when it happened was Duke. Like Duke ruined court storming. I don't think this is Duke's fault. No, like, Duke is going no. to ruin it. This situation is going to ruin it because a bunch of coaches are going to vote to Duke. Because it, it Duke. Duke too. Does this happen to Alex? Alex, you flip you flip it around. If this happens to a Wake Forest person. Do you think anybody cares? No. Nope. Sadly, no. I think no. people no. care and talk about it, but it's not. Like oh. a big deal. No. Yeah, people will talk about it. Well, there's a guy out there disclaiming people get put in wheelchairs left and right during court stormings, but it doesn't get broadcasted enough. A ball guy on. Well, uh, I would like to finish my point. Uh, I don't think it was the Filipowski's fault for being there. Like, I saw some people are like, oh, dude, you got to know better. You got to get off the court faster. I mean, that come was on. me. I, I do kind of think that legitimately. Proctor ran off the floor. All of his other teammates ran off the floor, and he just like, I did so, see like that. walked like a, a child. He like, probably get off the he tracks. was going to get hit. Fine. Not his fault he got hit. Maybe his awareness was a little low. Walk more cautious. Either way, Don't like, walk like you're a freaking giant. Stick your legs out when you're walking. It's a pretty simple solution. Is just you just you have your security guards. You hold people until the players leave, and then you let them go. It's pretty let simple. Let the players go as soon as it rings. Just get. Just make sure the players get out first, and then boom, have your fun. You don't even have. But granted, the players I just need to get the players. Just need to get to the off the court. Just need to get to the sideline. We like also the need to remember that the players on the home teams they don't even like, and the coaches they don't really want it to happen either. Course story means just <clears throat> for us, and it's just awesome. for us to have. No, fun. it is players, awesome. Players celebrate. Players depends on what team. What, they I like would say, it. but it depends on what team or what program they will embrace it. There's you a lot of programs. Well. That psychopath. We would never. He would embrace it. <laughs> we would not. Our, like, the I security saw, guard. The security guard in our stu- our section, our senior year, would allow it. Would allow it. He told us. I remember the Michigan, one year the Michigan Michigan State Big Ten I Championship s- game. He said, "If you guys are on the court, don't run me over." My sophomore <laughs> year, we it was like the timeout before Miles Bridges hit the. The game winner Purdue game. against Purdue. Purdue is like ranked number three. And uh, the security guard looks at us. He's like, nobody's going on the court. Before the game winning shot. Like, in the timeout, he's like, nobody's going on the court. You can't storm anybody. You guys don't we're storm not, ever, do you? We did you storm, the storm the court against Wisconsin versus number two, number two ranked team. We stormed the court. Never forget the game was on ESPN. Mm. Bo Ryan. Look it up. Did we we rushed that's, the court? A good tri- that's a good that's we a good that's a good like I yes Drew Nitzel we rushed oh, the court oh yeah I, I guess was messed up. up I remember the, look it up we rushed I, the court I'm ninety nine percent sure Brett Musburger was on the call I went to a that's Drew Nitzel Wisconsin game when we were not ranked and not now, I don't know if it was that run. game that we're thinking about Alex but there was another Wisconsin moment that we rushed the court against them that's so sick one time I saw Drew Nitzel against Wisconsin I caught a cheeseburger off the little. Whatever, slingshot. slingshot. I caught a full ass cheeseburger. I used to slingshot him into the crowd, and I was so excited for it. Opened it up, had onions on it. I was like, "Not eating this." Gave it to someone soft. else. So soft. It was my, like ten. Uh, my only really takes from this 
that were my own thoughts, not aside from reacting to the crazy takes I saw from people on TV was one, I already said it, but like have awareness and just like jog off the floor so you're not in it. Or two, someone raised a point. I forgot who it was, but they said like you could almost put like a 10 second shot clock up and then just 10 seconds run and then everyone can storm the court. Like that's kind of a better way to maybe do it. It's hard to enforce that, but like give 10 seconds after the whistle goes, the buzzer goes, everyone get off to the side and then the kids can run off. That's the only thing I get because you can't stop it. Wisconsin like, Purdue, like, there was no problems. Caitlin Clark, I'm not sure she really got hurt. I know that was no, a clip that went out earlier this year. After the game, it was overdramatic. It was and because of the loser's I, mentality. People are like, people are getting hurt. I want to be like, name one other player in your life that you can think of that got hurt during a court, court storming. It does not happen. Like, as much as people are like, these are so unsafe, I can't well, think of another people probably get hurt in court storming. It's just not Yeah, but it's the college kids. They don't care about peasants like us. They do not care about us. I'm, gonna, I'm saying people definitely get hurt in court stormings. It's just not players. How many players can you name? It's like field rushing for yeah, football when all those yeah, people ban that. There's thousands of horror stories of kids like breaking their legs, rushing breaking the legs, trying to balls. jump the walls, and snapping yeah. their ankles, come down from twelve feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, I agree with you, Grant. Like, name a player. Look it up. Name a player. Nobody yeah, can. If someone can name a player that they could that got hurt during a court storming, then I'll be a little bit more quiet. But like, this just this is such a one off. You don't change a whole rule because of this. Like, I'm reading this tweet from the Alabama athletic director. He said that um, his theory was that if the fans storm the court after the game, that your team forfeits the game. I couldn't think oh, of another thing that someone could that actually say. That is said. the <laughs> softest mindset of all time. Who was that? Alabama's? Yeah. Auburn yeah, rushed the court like a year or two it. ago. That was awesome. All right. Yeah. I Ima- imagine you go, Imagine like you actually forfeit the game. Like what world do we live in where it's like, oh, kids ran on, game over. You lose even though you just won after 40 minutes of basketball. <laughs> Matt Painter said, if you're at Nebraska and you want to storm the court, totally cool. But if – there's like five minutes left in the game and you guys know you're going to storm the court or if you know you're going to storm the court before the game, if they win, spread the word. That's what he said. Just spread the word. I think it's just so common player, sense. What does that mean? I think it's just so common if they, sense. If, if Purdue players know if they lose that, yeah, agreed. It should be common sense. But it's Yeah, not. I mean. If, if you're told I, before I do the agree, game, like, storm the court if we win. <laughs> we're like, coming. We're coming. Please get off the court. Alex, people don't. We're not going to jinx that. Talk about a big jinx. Oh, Grant. <laughs> Honestly, I'll go full heel. Court storming is the biggest compliment you could ever give a team. They yes. should be thankful that people stormed the court against them. <laughs> We've had the. Court I was just saying, Nick, us. you're really, you're really good. I also agree. Matt Painter should actually be in charge of it because that's e- that's the easiest thing to do. You just warn them. Hey, one Say, guy, spokesperson, your agent the tells the them the day before. Okay, we're going to court storm. We're probably going to force storm. You, you guys are ranked two in the country. We're a bubble team. We're coming. The uh, Michigan the State will be court section, storming like, at Mackey on Saturday after the biggest <laughs> upset of the college basketball season. Me, Allison, running out. Whoever else court. is going. <laughs> the um. Then you'll see us get well, tackled by security. It's so hypocritical too it. because. Uh, it's so hypocritical, too, because an Ohio State player could have broke their leg running over to their player after that buzzer beater. Like, it's just running on a basketball court can lead to injury. Shocker. Why Drake, would you, 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 Drake, could you imagine if Ryan Day uh, Drake, came out? Uh, Drake, Drake Greenlaw you, tore his Achilles trying to go on the field of the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know what we're talking about. Drake, could you imagine Why if did you Ryan bring up Day the Ohio came State out? Buzzer beater? 
Because that happened. What? Can you imagine if Ryan Day came out after you, Michigan beat Ohio State at the big house? And the first thing Ryan Day complains about, he's, he's, he's like, I'll get to the game. But one of my players were tripped. <laughs> were tripped coming off the field. This needs to be stopped. Could you imagine that? No, I give Ryan Day credit. There was a video that came out after that where a Michigan student got in his face as they were running by and filmed him and yelled third base. And if I was Ryan Day, I would have punched <laughs> that kid. So I give him all the credit in the world for like just taking that. Can you imagine just taking I mean, some Jabril? of the biggest moments? It's not just like the team that's involved. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of alumni, fans that are like build up. Like we're sitting here talking about sports, so obviously it matters. That those kids invest their energy into it, like – they feel like they're a part of the game. They want to celebrate. And that's what you do. You coach storm. But totally fair. Even, and I have to go both ways. If you run into a player purposely or on accident or you film them, you can get shoved. Like when Jabril hit that kid at Ohio State. If you get in their space, they can hit you back. Yes. That's just the rules of it's the just, court It's storm. common human. You get up in a person's face in the street, you're probably going to get punched. There's no difference. Yep. Check the – Yeah. Wait. Can you just share your screen now, Alex, or just send it to Grant and the Grant can share a screen since oh, you don't know how to do that? How do, how do I do that? How do I do that? The bottom, it should say share. Boom. Oh! That's <laughs> Jesus. What the price? Yeah, then you just made it video. loud for us. You could hear Love. it. Uh, a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. No, you yelling. Is, I don't, where's, this, where's this share button? It's by leave, so be careful. Here it is, Evan. Hell yeah. You're right. Oh, dude, you guys should bring back that court. That court is so sick. These players are have no urgency. None. It's a little laggy for me, but okay. I it see the people laggy. coming on. I get the vibe, though. That other side is so soft. The other side, oh, that's because that's Prestrol. You got too many tables in the way. <laughs> that's what it looks like in the Breslin Center getting stormed. That's Can you imagine me in the middle of that, though? How false that that's would awesome. be? There's so many My people. biggest regret, my biggest regret, regret is I, I mean, missed two had a moment to rush the field, and you got taken. Imagine getting that taken away from you because a message on the video board says you rushed the field. You can't. Sorry. Yeah, it's absurd. That's just all we wanted to do but, after the Michigan Michigan State game that we're bringing it up in 2021. That's all we wanted to do was, and they brought out every single cop in the area were lining those. <laughs> you can't. Run, you can't bleachers. storm the court or the field when you're a top ten team. No, yes, that, I would have. Are you crazy? If I, Ohio if I saw at least that, like 20 people start going, no, I'm going. If it's a big game on big, close big ending, you can game. storm. Yeah. I mean, if, if Michigan State yes. was ranked like 10th and Penn State was ranked second, we won at home, we would never rush the field. Ever. In hoops or? In football. Oh. Well, James Franklin I feel like you're only, if you're, you don't if, you're, if you're ranked in football, the only way you're rushing the field mm-hmm. is if it's like a rivalry game. Or to win a championship. Like, for example, if Michigan and Michigan State, like the cashless game you're talking about, if that ended on a cashless win, some buzzer beater, you'd storm the court. Oh, absolutely. Because it'd be so euphoric. You just run. You don't know what you're doing. You just run. Get out there. What's your head cut off? Yes. Him over. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's move to the Red Wings. We'll kind of speed up our pace here as, um, of course, college basketball dominated a lot. Um is that you can see Evan flexing there. Five wins in a row, first in the wild card in the East. I think they're officially – what was the numbers? Eight points clear. They are closest. in by eight points. They're 15-4-2 since January 1st. 
And this is a stat from Jim Costa that I'm reading. 24 games are left. Only nine of them are against teams currently in the playoffs. So that's pretty, pretty good spot. One of them's on freaking um, Saturday, this Saturday. 3 o'clock against the Panthers on ABC. The Panthers. Wow. Evan, we'll start with you. How has this stretch been for you? I'm just enjoying it because I've been speaking about this past two or three years of all like the Red Wings are close. And now we're finally like there where we can compete in the playoffs and it's NHL and everybody's going to say the same thing. You never know what can happen in the playoffs. And I think that is true with this team. You never know. You have a superstar that's been there, done that. And you're seeing that he's not really backpacked us, but he's had moments that you Red Wing fans will never forget. You'll never forget Patrick King scoring. You'll never forget Ken Daniels' call on it. And then you'll never forget the mm-hmm. overtime against the Avalanche rivalry game, Larkin to Kane on that one. And you're going to build mm-hmm. up this team of when they make the playoffs of remembering like games in that situations like that. It's awesome to be a part of it. It's another playoff team for Detroit that we can watch this year. I'm fully confident in the team that we have no leadership in that head that we're going to make the playoffs at least. Got to finish the job. We do have a rough stretch here with uh, like game off day, game off day, game off day, and then a couple back-to-backs the following week. So it'll be tough, but it's point production. And I think – but you, you have Kane and you have DeBrunkit who are leading kind of the charge offensively, and then you have a couple guys that will step up here and there. Look, I'm I'm all the way in. I did something dirty yesterday. Not crazy, but um, I did bet Blackhawks money line oh. in the morning because I wasn't fully invested yet on this team. I, I was, but uh, I saw they had won four in a row, a couple overtime squeakers. I was like, they're going to Chicago. It's a back-to-back. Kane's return, Chelios night. Like, this is the game where you drop one to a team that's not good. What did they do? According to Paul Bizanet, it was one of the best nights of hockey in the history of the sport. And they won. So now I'm fully in. And Alex, you laugh, but I don't want to spend a long time on it, but it needs to be discussed. Like, Stepping back, because I didn't realize the Chelios thing was going on. I thought this this game should have been on like prime NBC or prime ESPN, whoever has those rights, because of the big buildup they did. It's it was the Brinkett's return NHL to Network. Chicago. It's Kane's return to Chicago. And let me read you. They did the beautiful tribute video for Kane. And then we go into who was at this game. Wayne Gretzky was there, Mark Messier, Steve Eiserman, Dennis Savard, Marion Hossa, Ed Belfort, Duncan Keith, Jeremy Roenick, Brent Seabrook, Patrick Sharp, Chris Chelios, and there was a special tribute video from Michael Jordan to Patrick Kane for his return. Like the, the stars of the w- world were out for Chris Chelios and to see Kane, and Cindy Crawford, a supermodel, did the shoot from uh, half ice puck thing through the little slots, and she drilled it on the third try <laughs> this arena was a zoo it was a who's who in the world of just entertainment and they win on a breakaway goal in overtime from the man who's the greatest american player ever and led them to three stanley cups and then he screamed showtime waving his hands at the fans i mean and there was octopuses on the ice in chicago there was That's plus. Crazy. There was plus in Chicago. <laughs> road plus. There was road plus in Chicago. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was just to be rambling about how awesome it was, but I think he really said it well. He did got me jazzed. I up. was 
So I was watching the movie Don't Worry Darling with the laptop onto my off to my right at the, the lowest volume to check in on it. And I was like, oh, 2-1. Unfortunately, my bet's going to hit. Sucks. At least I'm making money. They score late with I like cheering. four minutes left. I mean, impossible and then, angle. That's why, yes, a crazy goal. Um, and then I'm glad you explained it to me. And then I saw the full replay. I thought Kane won on a shootout winner. I was like, how the was he that open? <laughs> I think we subbed in late when he thought we had uh, possession of it. So somebody came on. So he kind of just floated out near mid ice. Lucky bounce. Pass ahead. It's three on three hockey. Let it rip. So the camera was shaking for a road game because I think Chicago's ta- they're tanking, so they weren't that mad about no, it. Like they were cheering for Kane to score. They wanted Kane to score. That's awesome. Sick. Wow, just a magical night. It, and like I was watching the Blues game, like fully invested, like skipping college basketball, and we put on a freaking clinic in the first period against the Blues. Blues hmm. wanted nothing a part of that Red Wing atmosphere. Too early for them. Evan, how are? How are you tuning in? Though the Blues game was on TV, the Eller game, the uh, Blackhawks game was on NHL Network, um, and then some other games have been on recently. But I can't get it. I can't get every game. I'm happy to report Bally's been downloaded on my Apple TV. We're all the way back. <laughs> like Saturday, my, three my, o'clock. I'm going to be invested Tigers into. Baseball. I'm going to be invested into. Uh, the Red Wings game for the Panthers. I've been Saturday eight phased. o'clock. Saturday three o'clock. Saturday afternoon. <clears> ABC. Gonna say. Are you going to watch the Michigan State game on seven o'clock? Well, it's at eight o'clock on Fox. Alex, you just don't know. Seven o'clock your time. Yes, I'll give you that. Eight o'clock our time. Three o'clock Red Wings my time. Two o'clock your time. It's five hours. The game's going to be well over I, with. You can have dinner in between. I just said our. I was just wondering if you were just going to watch in general. Not Nothing to do with time. Just didn't know if you were still, yes. still invested. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll probably turn it off at halftime and go to bed. Maybe take a gummy. Enjoy the night. I might take a gummy before the game to enjoy it. That might help. Might win. It might. Or, you, or at least you'll think we won. Yes. I'll start, I'll start giggling at halftime when we turn the ball over. Oh, we're up 30. No, I mean, down 30. <laughs> That's the time. The, the simplest thing I can say about this team from watching the last few games, not full games, bits and pieces. Again, you have to give me some grace, guys. I really turn up only for the playoffs. But what I'm finding again is that I really don't know all the X's and O's, the strategy of what I'm really looking at in a hockey game. But the players on offense of Kane, DeBrinkett, and Larkin are exciting enough that I just – I just kind of get perked up when, it's on their, when the puck is on their stick. I'm like, ooh, what is Patrick Kane going to do next from just a pure ent- entertainment standpoint? Don't need to know anything about the strategy and whatnot, but that is enough for me to start watching games. And it feels good to be back to that point. It does. It feels great. Haven't felt that way since Datsuk, if I'm being totally honest with everyone. The last player where I was like, ooh. That Kane moment just got a bunch of thousands and thousands of fans invested back into the run wings. Yes. Like you're a criminal. Sure. You don't like, – you say you're a sports fan, Detroit sports fan. If you're not invested in the Red Wings now, you might as well just take away your fandom. Especially when Should we? we all have nothing else to root for. Correct. There's nothing really going on right now. It, you are in a playoff push for the first time since we lost a streak in 16 – somewhere around 16, 17. 
Should we Freshman go to Colorado college. on March 6th to throw some road puss? <laughs> Always down to throw some road <laughs> puss. If you're if you're serious, I mean, that, we should. No. Does this get you jazzed, though? 9.30 p.m. puck drop. That sucks for us. TNT Wednesday night versus the Avalanche. That seems oh, like a big Wednesday? deal. Yeah. Alex, it's yeah. worth it. Seems like a big deal. Well, I mean, it's only 8.30 my time, so I'll be watching. Right. It's rivalry night. Right. Hockey games go fast. Wow. wow. Um, to, to your question, Evan, uh, we should be buyers. I want us to buy all the good players to go for the cup. That's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. The sad thing is, is that why would we be buyers? Why wouldn't we? Oh, wouldn't because if you play the slow game where we can't rush into excitement based off of a one season when we need to do it like the smart long way instead of like yeah. rushing oh, in. Yeah. Like so Evan, Evan yes, like has Holmes his head on his shoulders about Stevie, but when Brad didn't go trade for Chase Young, he gets upset. Hockey and football uh, are totally like, hockey and football are totally uh, different. There's no farm. There's no. There's zero farm systems in NFL. FYI, uh, there is one. His name's James Houston. <laughs> that's not a farm <laughs> system. That's a lack of talent that should not even be on the roster anymore. <laughs> what was the Lions' okay. roster move today? Speaking of, Jerry Reeves Maven. Jalen Reeves Maven. Oh, that's not. That's not a move. Uh, all pro. Pro. <laughs> Captain. Special teamer. What are you? What are you all good. pro in? <laughs> Filled in when once his name got hurt. Evan, who's the Chase Young of the NHL? Player comp. The player comp? Let's get Sidney Crosby. How do we, we can't get him? We can't get Sidney Crosby. There, there's a couple is people. Gensel, is he the Chase Young? Is Gensel he, the Chase Young? Like attitude problems, but good. Well, I mean, Chase both Young's of the guys bad. that I have listed are way better. Uh <laughs> Stupid. Kessel will, would be. Oh my god, this is ruining my. Oh, I hate you, Alex. Would he get a sack in the Super Bowl? Could Gensel get that done? <laughs> Gensel's playoff production is like unheard of, and he has like the most points as a rookie. Then that was probably eight years ago. Um, but he is like that. energy offensive. He fits. He would fit the system so well. Um, just experience in the playoffs, and he is a fan favorite in Pittsburgh. Um. I think just the production would be set alone for playoffs for him. If somebody you can put on a line with like a couple of younger guys and he can lead them through it, or you put him on one of the top lines because you know you're going to get production out of them no matter what. Pittsburgh's I'm reading that we're going to be quiet. We're not going to yes. do anything. Pittsburgh's fallen just because late and they have until like the deadline to decide what to do with Getzel because he's on long-term IR and he's eligible to come back on March 10th. Now he will come back on March 10th, so they have to make a decision if they want to get rid of him or hold on to him for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Also, I could be wrong. It feels like the NHL's trade deadline is so much later in their season than any other sport. Yeah, I think they I want. That I think like, we're about we're about to the playoffs. I thought it was long done by now. I think they I want to benefit the that, championship teams. Wrong. March 8th. I was like, yes, we still wrong. have a whole other week of it, too. <clears throat> um. Is Simon Edmondson our James Houston? <laughs> He's better than James Houston. You, oh. you just had to you had to put him on the right production He's line. Eight sack season in the show. Like what? I feel like I haven't heard of this kid in the NHL that much. Uh, well, Simeon Edmondson will show up more than just three games where he gets all the sacks. 
Okay, that's good for the Red Wings. Um, it's just a matter of experience and then the time crunch. Yes, we do have a little lackluster on defensively at times, and whoever's with Cider will succeed. Um, but do you trust that young of a kid to do it down the playoffs? I think he's going to get called up, playoff expansion, rosters. You never know. Injuries could happen at any moment. So I feel like he could get brought up. Um, and our farm system is actually one of the tops in the NHL. So that's kind of why we don't want to move on with them or we just trust what we have right now. Could could Alex, Alex succeed next to Mo Sider? You made a comment there that you think anyone could su- succeed next to him. Uh, there would be a very good chance that Alex could. <laughs> I 100% agree that like, if, Alex, Not you, Alex. if Alex played with Nicholas Lindstrom, that he could succeed. Mo Sider is a little bit of a stretch. But um, Sider... It, it, Topping our team on defense well, in minutes. He I don't, plays I all don't the have time. to play offense, right? I can just sit back and wait for the puck to come towards me on defense. Well, you got to get oh, onto the blue line. You got to send it back in a little bit. You know, if the puck always moves. Yeah. yeah. I got good sticks. Dump it, Chase. I'll be fine. <laughs> got to work out skate backwards. Skating. Yeah. Be I have to work on my backwards skating. <laughs> I can go forward, no problem. I know Evan cannot skate backwards. Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> Um, should we do quick lines? You Cut want to Tracy do a Walker. quick line? No. <laughs> lines. Don't watch it too much Peaky Blinders. Farewell, Tracy Walker. <laughs> Evan, Farewell, you got to love the 5 million space. No, Evan, just the Tracy oh, Walker episode. Can we not talk about Taylor Decker for once? Aww. You can't. He's a, he lives so rent-free in Evan's head. <laughs> Dude, every day you text us about him. Oh, wow. You bring him up. No, this is the last time I did not bring him up. It's going to pit you and Wyatt against each other because I know Wyatt loves him because he's a Buckeye. He's a Buckeye, yeah. I cannot believe Wyatt said that Chase Young is better than Aiden Hutchinson. Could not believe it. Well, you couldn't. Alex, where did they both go to college? Come on. Well, Stir, I mean, the pop, Stir the pop, baby. take. Stir the pop. Asheville NFL Defensive Player of the Year or the Pepsi Defensive Player of the Year? Which one do you want? <laughs> Pepsi. I love that beverage. <laughs> Um, but I guess I, I don't really remember a top Tracy Walker play, but he was – I appreciate what he was for this organization. He was, he was a dog on our defense when we were – yeah. But, like, during the dark years. Two years last he year, led the team attack. Year before, he was good, he was good yeah. on a bad team. So, so all you need yeah. to know. And I'll always also, appreciate Evan, him for that. Your Taylor Decker text last week was – we were talking about edge rushers, and you just said out of nowhere – <laughs> Taylor Decker is seven point three percent of our cap. He's yeah, we were talking no about reason. like we. I said something about him a little bit before that. No, I yes, had me in a rabbit hole trying to figure out if seven point seven three was a lot for a left tackle, and I, don't, oh, I couldn't find a clear I found answer. It. I don't. I, I bet it's not that bad. <laughs> Cody said we can easily afford golf when the new cap was came out, and Evan yes. said Decker scissors. <laughs> <laughs> You saved so much money. So we much money. Cap, combine, we need to cut them. <laughs> Anyways. Combine week? No. Not really exciting anymore. Combine is not exciting anymore. What so, I am excited for is I think Brad and Dan talk tomorrow. So when people might listen to this, I think they do their interviews on Tuesday. And Brad's last year was awesome. That's when he debuted the villain phrase. So I'm curious to see if he's more mild this year or he's still getting off some uh, – Cool Did you motivational see his things. End so. of season, he was fired up. Yeah, fired up. 
I think he'll probably sit down with Peter Schrager, which is usually a good interview. So we'll see that. Um, are you guys mentally prepared for the buzz around JJ McCarthy after this week? Because it's going to get hot. Is he actually heavy. competing in the combine or is he waiting for his pro day? Can I He's say something? Throwing at the combine. Yes, Alex. Um, is he running in the combine? I've never had it. I think so, yeah. I think he'd we've, do well because I think he's sneaky fast. Uh, we've never had a football season go this long. And, like, I still kind of need some time off. Like, I'm not really ready right. to get back no. into this. No, you're going to miss that. You're going to miss that in July, Alex. Don't say that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, it just feels like it just ended. And now I'm like, yeah, we have free agencies yeah, like in two weeks. Already? Yeah, you have two weeks until free agency, you, which we is used a to have huge like a whole month. month. We used to have the whole entire postseason to like get ready for this. And then, then we were like ready to go. I'm going to be ready to go when the draft's over. I'm not looking at draft stuff until the start of April. This is the latest. I I don't oh, even I know what draft boards look like. And I used to know every May 1 through 32. I, will, I can't quit it. Well, I, I, I look I at least one mock draft every single day. This pops Dude, up on I haven't looked at any yet. I don't know anything. It pops up on my Instagram feed because of who I follow. And I just scroll through it. Is Caleb, is Caleb Williams still one? Caleb Williams yeah. is still one. I'm the one that I looked at today. Yeah, That's all I know. JJ, JJ's going top 10. I'm going to bet on it. And I'm going to win money off of it. It was, it was Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels at three, one, two, three. And then uh, JJ McCarthy was eight to the Falcons. Grant said yeah. uh, maybe a month or two ago that JJ was a late first, probably second round pick. So you've really changed your tune. No, I and I have bet like a dollar just because it would the odds were crazy. I have put one single dollar for him to go first overall because I don't think it's out of the possibility still, and I would love for that to be right, but I don't see it. People but it could have Drake May. Drake May has a chance to go the first. Oh, guys, yeah. we're not doing this yet. Come on, it's February. Oh, you never know. Somebody got my week out. This is when this is when Anthony Richardson happened last year. This Anthony is when, Richardson happened. This, this is when everybody talks to each year. other because everybody's in one spot. This is when trades get worked up for everybody the next month. Talk. And this is when the Jared Wilson trades traded. Oh my God! Oh, but keep an eye on Kirk. Cousins. And then Hooker gets traded. So I don't know what's happening there. I think Kirk Cousins. Did you guys trade Jared Goff for Kirk Cousins? Yes or no? No, Kirk Cousins has one Achilles. Achilles. So we don't have to trade him. We can just sign him to be our backup. They have both two quarterbacks. Yes. All right. Our last topic. We're not going to do all these questions. We're going to start with the Girl Scout one. We could just wrap it. See if answer. you guys want to do the second one. Rapid fire answers. Well, I wanted to pull this up because some of these look absolutely fire. Just, I haven't had like I've only had like four no. Girl Scout cookies, guys. You. Well, you can just the do only it based way on you what can looks answer the, the best. question. No, no, you have to answer basically. I already know. I already know my Girl Scout cookies and which ones are the best. I've never had that cookie. It looks phenomenal. I, I think that will be my favorite if I ever had it. Adventurefuls, never heard of it. I want it. It's it's like brand new. I want it too. And where are the Girl like Scout cookies in my area? Like I've never had caramel chocolate chip. <laughs> Samoas are the best flavor. What? That that's the best cookie. That's my hands down. Correct. I like that. However, smoke. I like the peanut butter ones. I don't too. like the. I don't Tag-alongs, like the. And up, okay. This yeah. is what you have to do with the tagalongs and the thin mint. <laughs> Put them in the freezer. Tagalongs okay. taste so much better. Never had Girl Scout s'more. Never had that one. Me. Either. Next question. Oh Grant. yes, I have. It's it's all right. We don't need to go through all these cookies. There's too many now. They're not originals. They're not OGs. I like these. I like these. There it is. The tagalongs. We just talked about those, Grant. Put them in the those freezer. are good. And you can down some thin mints. People love thin mints. That's the only thing I that I would eat. Actually, like minty flavored. 
Toast. I bet this is really good. What are these cookies? Toast-shaped cookies full of French toast flavor. So it's a cinnamon dipped icing cookie, Alex. Come on. Oh, that'd be so good. It's cinnamon toast crunch, but in a cookie. Let's get back to the basic pills. Come on. Let's get back down to four. We've already passed them all. Those are classic. Tree foils are classic. Tagalongs, Samoas. That's it. Just eat those three. I'm a Samoas kind of guy, but I need to have some of these. I I want this one so bad. I want this adventure full so bad. So if you were a Girl (laughs) Scout, um, hit us up because we I want to buy every single box (laughs) and try them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to give you company. I'm trying to give you business, Alex, (laughs) for the cookies. Company. I'm trying to give you. Ah, that's the wrong word. Will you? How to give you business? Business. That was so rough. You started with "hit me up." I'm trying to give you company. I didn't mean to say company. I meant to say business. <laughs> I think that's how we end it. I think we save the rest for future episodes. What? Give us one more. Give us one of the no, ones you but didn't I do have... on the show. Okay. I'll pull it up for you. I've already read them all. No, you haven't seen this one. I'm mean, not guaranteed. Oh, don't don't read the third one. I have no idea what I'm doing for the third one yet. Oh, honey mustard. Oh, voice crack. Honey mustard. Oh. Ranch. Spicy Ew. ranch. I think I would do ranch. Alex, it's a potato. Oh. Alex, it's a potato. Yeah. yeah, honey mustard. Okay, I can get behind honey mustard, but I think I would do spicy ranch is my, my go-to. I do it right Buffalo now. Spicy, yes. spicy barbecue ranch. Barbecue sauce. No. Sweet barbecue sauce. A little programming note for everyone to look forward to and for you guys. I think so we have two episodes before our brackets come out. Because then we'll have a bracket show. Bracket we're gonna challenge. Do, we're going to do a bracket challenge. We have more than two episodes. Next week, I think we're going to do a St. Patrick's Day draft, which I'm going to have we to have think more of than two episodes for. before brackets come out. I think we just have two, and then the third one is the bracket. So on the third one, I get you. And then the one, so St. Patrick's Day draft coming up, and then Best of Marsh Madness after that. Of our lifetime, then since bracket. 2000. Since 2001, so yeah, we can't but I, add I might, save. I might add like uh, some categories of like player, oh. game, shot, Kemba. I don't know, or something, something of that. Bryce Kane nature. from the but anyways, basketball forward to that. Spoilers of it. Cheers, this episode. Cheers to Michigan State hockey program this weekend. Big matchup versus Wisconsin on the road for the one seed. On Big Chance Ten Plus, unfortunately. To win the Big Ten. <laughs>